Alright, hello and welcome everyone. It's been a little while, it's been like uh, three months since we did the first episode of the JCS Podcast. Welcome back. Um, I am here today with, I don't know how he'd describe it, he creates these videos of these podcasts, right? I don't know, is that what you, is that what you, how would you describe your content? Uh... I usually say that I steal people's content and make it better. Right, right. And I think I think that'd be a good way. So if you have not recognized him or have not seen him, I am here with Sir Froge, uh, also known as Finn by his real name. And uh, like he said, he steals other people's content and makes it better. So do you want to explain that a little bit more so people understand what you're going for? Right. Um, so... I'll, what I'll do is I'll take a podcast or an interview or something like that. Um, and from three hours, I'll turn it into like two minutes of just random uh, until it makes barely any sense. And it's hopefully funny. And he successfully does that. If you have not seen some of his stuff, I encourage you to go check it out. He's done some stuff on the Logan Paul versus KSI press conference. Uh, that's his biggest video to this day. It has 1.6 million views is that crazy to think about yeah man it's insane like that blew up my channel so much that one video that's where it all started but before we get too far into stuff like that i gotta ask you where did the name sir froge come from yeah i get that question a lot man it's um i was making these sort of videos i made like three or four of them and uh, i needed a place to upload them um so I figured I'd make like a special channel for it, like a meme sort of channel. And uh, I wanted like an animal or something funny as a picture and a name to sort of create this persona, this uh, it's like meme yeah, persona to, right. to upload videos on. And uh, I, w- I, re- <coughs> I remember at one point I found this picture of this frog in the suit <laughs> and I immediately knew like that was gonna be the one cause it was great. <laughs> so I thought of the name. I thought of the name Sir Frog. Um, I named my channel that at first, but then I realized that it wasn't like original enough. So I figured um, there's the whole meme thing where what are they called? Like the Shibu Inu dogs are called Doges instead of dogs. Right. So I figured a frog in the meme sort of universe would be a frog and a dog a Doge. That's perfect. That's where the name came from. That's funny. So. When did you start YouTube? Because you said you wanted to make uh, kind of memes. I don't know if you, you'd say on the side or did you just want to shift your content yeah. and wanted to create a new channel? Where'd you start? Um, uh, I originally started YouTube back in like 2011 when I was making Minecraft videos. <laughs> That's where we <laughs> like all started. Year old. Right. <laughs> yeah, man. And um, oh, I did that channel for a while. It's terrible looking back at it, but yeah. Uh, I did that for a while and then I quit and then I started a new channel with some friends and again that I did gaming videos for a few years and um, I get like hundred I got like a hundred subscribers with that which was crazy at the time mm-hmm. and um, it took me like three years to get to a hundred subscribers <laughs> and then I stopped with that channel again and a couple of years later back in I think it was November 2017 I uh, yeah I started I made Sir Froge and I got to like a hundred subs within two weeks, which was just insane. Yeah, that, that's a and it blew up after that. That's crazy. I know how it feels, especially as I'm kind of in that starting s- space. After doing the first interview, yeah. it was crazy. I think I got a hundred subscribers within like a week, and it was just mm. it was really fun. And I know we're gonna get to it a little later, but you've blown up a little bit recently, and I can't imagine how that felt to yeah. sit back and watch those numbers. Insane, man. Go insane. So. What made you specifically want to start YouTube? I mean, for me, when I was back starting way back, I think I was probably 10 and I was watching like Ant Venom and, you know, those those Minecraft YouTubers. I was like, man, yeah, wouldn't man. it be cool to just sit at home and just make these videos with my friends playing games? So what made you want to start? Uh, pretty much the same, same thing. Exactly. I was watching all of these Minecraft YouTubers, like uh, the ones you named, like Ant Venom mm-hmm. and um, the Beijing Canadian and stuff. 
right. but also a few Dutch Dutch YouTubers, mm -hmm. and I just looked at them and, were li and was like, I can make a living off of gaming. This is perfect. Right. Is that where <laughs> like every eleven year old wants to do that? Every so every I started eleven year old stream. Where is that? Where you're based out of? Uh, the same. Yeah, area? I'm from the Netherlands. Netherlands. So what time is it for you right now? It's uh oh it's eight eight p.m. Eight p.m. Twenty past eight. Yeah. That's it's crazy to think about just time zoning changes like that. Yeah, it's like midday for you, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, it's it, yeah. I just finished eating lunch, and you probably either finished eating dinner or it's been a little while since you did. But yeah. So you're where are you based then? I'm in the east coast of the United States, so eastern standard area, a little right. state called yeah. Maryland. Oh, I haven't. Oh, actually, I've been. I've been to Washington D.C. But you have, yeah. It's it's right. Have you been? You've probably crossed into Maryland without thinking about it, because D.C. is smack dab in the middle of it. So. Yeah, I flew. I think I flew to D.C. So I don't know. Right. So, your current niche, right? If I'm using that word correctly, you like you said, you edit podcasts into short one to two minute videos, uh, and you edit them. You edit the podcast members to say something funny or weird, uh, unique. It's very unique. I've actually seen it popped up, but I believe you were the first to start doing it. So where did you get the idea to make these little edits? Uh, from someone else who was doing it. Yeah. <laughs> no, sure. there was, um, at one point, I came, I came across this uh, YouTuber. I don't know his name. I, it was just a single video. Um, I think it was called the H3 iDubs podcast, but it's awkward. I think it was called. I think that. I've seen that one. And um, yeah, and I I I really liked that video, but I noticed a few editing mistakes in there because I was already editing at the time. Right. So I was like, I can do that, but better. And you so did. I made my own version, and uh, I made a couple. I really enjoyed the editing process uh, during that, so I made a couple more, and then I needed a place to upload them, so I made Surf Roach and the rest is history. Started. Yeah. So are you currently employed outside of YouTube? I'm not now. I'm still in high school. Oh really? What grade are you in? Yeah. Uh, and the final one, the sixth, sixth year of high school. Right. So yeah, things work a bit different here than in the USA, I imagine. So, I are you 18, 17, 18? I'm 18. 18. What's it like? Because I've always wondered what it would be. Do people at your school care, or is it a good thing to be with that uh, little newfound fame there, or is it kind of like nobody really cares? Uh, I don't think many people really care. Yeah. I mean, every once in a while I get like remarks like, "Hey, congrats on, you know, this milestone," or "I really enjoyed your new video and stuff." Right. But it's not like uh, everybody knows me or whatever, you know. Mm -hmm. Do you make any, any money, any, any, uh, any side money off of the stuff you do right now, or nothing? Uh, any side money? What? Any money? Like, do you make any profit off the videos you make right now? Uh, yeah, most of my videos are monetized or partly monetized. Mm -hmm. um, some aren't because obviously I make quite offensive jokes sometimes. Yeah, the apocalypse uh, that YouTube doesn't really appreciate. So mm -hmm. definitely not all of my videos, but yeah, some videos are. So I do make money off of it. Though. Have copyright strikes affected you, or have you not? Um, I've been relatively safe from the whole copyright strike wave, actually. Mm -hmm. I've only had the well obviously I get I get the monetized like every other video but right I haven't really had any like copy copy <coughs> copyright claims or strikes or whatever yeah I, I was wondering because you know with the Logan Paul impulsive podcast I I didn't know if he would go around and have a team kind of striking down videos using his stuff but if you're not being hit that's no that's I don't good. think so so I'm curious, what what do you currently watch on YouTube? Like, what's your go-to sit down? Ooh. Mm. I'm yeah, I'm subscribed to like I think 500 channels at this point. Oh, man. Um, but I don't actually watch most of them. I'm only watch like it's only like a handful that I watch on, like uh, like every video they put out. Right. Um, I like PewDiePie. I really like the Sideman. Mm-hmm. Uh. Who else do I watch? I watch a few like gaming YouTubers like Video Game Donkey, and, uh, Swagger Souls and stuff. Right. Uh, obviously, I like uh, the H3, the H3 yeah, productions. H3, H3. And um, 
the XO guys that also do um, edits of. So do you? Yeah. Do you sit through and? Because, I feel like, so you'd have to sit through. Do you do you watch the podcast twice, or do you download the podcast, uh, throw it into your editor, and just watch it as you go? Yeah, that I uh, download the podcast and I'll put it in my editing software, and uh, just as I watch through it, I'll take clips from it and put it on like a different editing track. Right. And then by the end of it, I'll just delete the track with footage that I don't use, and I'm I'm left with like four three or four minutes of stuff that I can use. What do you What do you use to edit? Do you use Premiere or? I use uh, Final Cut Pro. Final Cut Pro. I um, I currently have not a deal, but I have a friend who pays for Premiere Pro. But have you ever used the Adobe Suite or no? Uh, I've tried using After Effects, but uh, I'm using a very old Mac yeah. and I just can't run it. It runs at like one frame per second. It's just terrible to work with. So. Yeah experienced a little bit of that so I know yeah but your channel you have recently gotten a lot of traffic towards your channel yeah um, and even before a recent chat shout out that we'll get to you had the KSI Logan Paul conference but it's actually good mm. which like I said before has 1.6 million views which is a number that I can't really even see myself getting which w- what's that like yeah it's crazy man yeah it was my first i think it's my only video to ever like pass one million views right and i got it like within a week i think so that was just insane when you Uh, when you made the video did you have like because you know for those listening who don't know anything about logan paul or ksi they're two of the they're two of the platform's biggest youtubers and they decided to start this beef against each other and are basically making all this money off boxing matches and they've only done one mm. but that first one was a huge media thing on the platform so when you were kind of making it did you know that or did you have a sense that it might get a little more traction than your other videos just because it was trending or not really? yeah I figured it would be that um, I made it like the moment it came out I just sat down and started editing it right and I uploaded it I think like two or three hours after the original thing uh, aired that's so, that's crazy because the amount of edits in there that would probably I mean I'm good at editing and I think that would take yeah, me man. a day but you just you well, got it yeah. out so I think that was a really smart move on my part because yeah. well, a lot of people that were still watching the original the next day they then saw my video in like the recommended and stuff so that's where a lot of the traffic came from. Uh, clips clips from that video were actually shown in PewDiePie's video, I believe, of the event. Yeah. Uh, and for those who don't know who PewDiePie is, he's the number one YouTuber, or I guess the current number one YouTuber. Who knows what will happen with yeah. that. But what, what was that like? Because I remember I had seen it before, and I'd seen you had, I think it was, you had been gaining a lot of subscribers from it, but I think you had... 50,000 you can correct me if I'm wrong and I was like oh good yeah, for him like that. small creators getting featured so what was that like to see your video in a creator it who you watch crazy because I have been getting like a few um, like big YouTubers and stuff following me and reaching out to me right um, and you know they, they, those YouTubers of, of course got bigger and bigger and I got to like true Jordy and stuff acknowledging my existence which was crazy at the time and then all of a sudden I made this one video and PewDiePie not only featured it in his vi- in his video, but he also followed followed me on Twitter, mm-hmm. which was crazy. That was just insane, man. That was like, you can't get any higher than that, you know. Right. Like, He's at the very top. I I I can't imagine when I when I did the first podcast, I was already freaking out that the guy you know actually watched some of my stuff and was happy uh, that I had reached out or willing, I should say. I'm not sure. I know he was happy to do it, but yeah. So I can't imagine the number one creator on the platform watching my stuff and reaching out. So you said you said you've had YouTubers reach out to you. Uh, any any names you want to share or? Um, well, obviously, uh, a couple of weeks back there was Mini Minter. Right, and we'll get to that. Uh, I think you've gotten into that. Yeah. Um, I've had yeah uh, YouTubers follow me over time, mainly the guys from like. Um, Exo that I mentioned before, mm-hmm. so like 
Drew Doherty and stuff. Have you had people reach uh, out to you and ask for you to make content for them? Like, not exactly a collaboration, but someone bigger. Yeah, I have. I have. I have a couple, like uh, Will and E. Mm-hmm. He recently asked me to make a segment of one of his videos. Did you do it? And uh, I did, yeah. That, that's in one of his videos. What's that um, like? Because that's not a direct... I'm not sure... Well, maybe it is. That's not a direct collaboration, right? Because... Uh, how does that work? Well, I, uh, well he just sent me a, a video... Um, and he was like, hey, can you turn this into like 30 seconds or a minute of what you usually do? How long was the video um, before? I think it was like a 10 minute video, like okay. a regular YouTube video. Right. He just wanted. So, uh, yeah, I just, yeah, I just made that. And Did you get traction from it? Uh, no, I, I don't think I got a lot of traction from it. Right. But it was around the same time that, yeah, the Minimate thing happened. So maybe that was, but. So like. was the PewDiePie, and I'm not sure how many people you gained from the PewDiePie, because uh, I don't think he directly shouted you out, but he did say, uh, check this guy out on his yeah, channel. Yeah, he didn't, mention, he didn't mention me in the video itself, I think. He just put you, your he left, tag. I left a link in my description and yeah, put a tag in the video itself, so... Was that I your first? Thousands. Was the uh, Logan Paul KSI press conference video? That was your first big break, right? Um, well, that was the f- yeah. As I said, the first video to hit uh, over a million views. But there was one other video, which I made. I think three weeks after I started my channel, which was uh, the H3 podcast with Post Malone and Joji. Right. And that video got like. 200,000 views within a couple of days so I'd say that was my first video to really blow up like I got it like 2,000 subscribers from that I think I think that's what initially like kickstarted my channel so you said you started in November of 2017 which would put you well you're at 131,000 subscribers right now I believe so that's a that's like a year that you got there a little bit over a year yeah, like a year and... When you started your channel, did you expect anything like that? Not this much. No. no. Um, I said my main goal is like 100k, but I didn't even think that I would hit that. Right. Uh, well, you did. I think I was hoping for maybe like 10k, but I definitely didn't expect 100. So, let's get into the Minimenter video. video. That's another creator who's... Maybe I'm thinking of the wrong name, but he's close with KSI, right? Like... So what was, how did that get started? Did you know before his video that he was going to use uh, some of your clips? Uh, yeah, I did because he asked me on Twitter DMs if he could use one of my videos. So that was really nice of him. Yeah. Uh, other YouTubers don't really do mm-hmm. that, but he did. So Were you kind of freaking out know. when he, not freaking out, but were you excited when he DMed Yeah, man, I was definitely excited. I mean... Even on the second channel, the guy has like five million subs. So I was like, I'm gonna make bank off of this. Right. Jesus. So, <laughs> how do you know the numbers? How many people? You were at seventy thousand subscribers, and then it pushed you over to uh, hundred, right? I think no. I think when I was uh, before the Minimeter thing, I was on ninety-two thousand. I think. Ninety-two thousand. And yeah. now I'm yeah, I'm one hundred and thirty-one. So. That's that's crazy. Like a week. So that's like. It's probably not that alone, but I think you could say 20,000 probably came from traffic from yeah, him. Yeah, probably like 20,000, 30,000 from him. Yeah. So we're getting pretty close to the first break, and the second half, as people know, is a little bit longer than the first half. But I'm starting this new tradition that I decided to because I was watching the last one, and I was trying to take the good parts and separate them from the bad. Uh, this stood out to me. It was kind of a random question that I just asked, and it didn't really lead to anywhere but I'm not sure if you have any experience with this so it's a really deep question if you're ready I think it's a little philosophical um, sure man hit me Xbox or Playstation <laughs> <laughs> I'm a PC gamer PC gamer so no opinion I'm sorry do you lean Microsoft no opinion. because I've of never, that I've never owned I've never owned either Playstation or an Xbox so I wouldn't really know right 
Alright everybody, welcome back. We are back into it, and this is a segment that, uh, I guess it becomes a segment by the second episode of the podcast, so this is the statistics portion. I'm going to read you some numbers, and you can react to them as you will. If you don't want to say anything about them, you don't have to, but if you have something to say about them, you can, alright? Fine, yeah. Alright, so right now, these are all off Social Bleed. You are closing in on 132,000 subscribers. Yeah, that's crazy. You have 13 million video views. Jesus, is that much? Yeah. Last I, last I checked, it was like 9 million, I think. And I don't know if this next number, I'm always like confused by it. Not confused, but perplexed by it because it really lets you know how many YouTube channels there are out there. So this could either be humbling or confusing, I don't know. But you're the 86,221st most subscribed YouTube channel. Yeah, that's a lot, man. That's a lot from like countries all over the place as well. I know, it's, I don't know. it's crazy how big the platform is. It's getting is. more and more as well. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah, and that, that was just of, you could either be higher or you could be lower. So you yeah. have, th this is insane. This really, tells you how much uh, this past month has been important to your channel. You've gained 43,000 subscribers in the past 30 days. So you've, Yo, you've gone... Shout out to Minimaker. <laughs> right. That's a, big, <laughs> that's a big little push there. And even on top of that, you've got 1,713,000 views gained in the past 30 days. Man, Are those numbers overwhelming? Yeah, definitely. I mean, I'm from a fairly, fairly like small country and stuff. So like, those numbers, if you just put it in perspective, yeah, <laughs> put it in perspective. If you just put it in perspective with how much, how many people that actually is, like, it's insane. You could try to imagine like a crowd of 13 million people or whatever. Right. It's insane. That's more than I believe. That's more than lives in my entire county, and it's definitely like just thinking about you go into school your school feels big or maybe it feels small but the people there they feel like there's a lot of people those numbers are nothing compared to the people who watch your videos so uh, do you worry about driving away new subscribers like when I and I'm sure the answer is yes or maybe you're more chill than I am but when I got the 100 more and now it's climbed to 300 I was freaking out not freaking out but I was concerned about the next video I uploaded because I was worried all the people who came were going to be disappointed by the next content I created and I didn't want to lose them right uh, eventually I just uploaded it anyway because the video they came the podcast which is how they all came in that video was basically all about not worrying about that stuff so i was like well that's a little hypocritical of me to not upload after but do you worry about that stuff or um i don't i don't really worry about like chasing off subscribers i reckon mm -hmm. but i think i was um i was very nervous when nervous when i did um my what do you call it my face reveal video like last week right uh because that's not what i usually do and i really didn't think people were gonna enjoy it that part. it seemed like a lot of people really did like, yeah that, that was the crazy part man i was really like nervous about mm -hmm. how people would react to that but the response to that was overwhelmingly positive so that was crazy uh, this is the other statistic uh, <coughs> i left out and uh i'm not sure how you'll feel about this or your your channel grade is a b on social grid mm. social blade so i don't i don't know if you can take that as you will <laughs> I don't even know how they like calculate me, that. Me neither. I think I have like a D right now because of my uploading schedule. So I'm sure it doesn't mean much, but I don't have an uploading schedule either, man. <laughs> I just upload whenever I get a video done. Right. So. I I told myself I'd upload weekly, and um, here we are, the 26th, yeah. and I haven't uploaded since uh, since last year. Yeah, I, guess, I mean. So. Like, as I said, I've had, like, a couple channels over the years. Mm -hmm. And I've tried to, like, set um, schedules for myself. It just doesn't uh, work. Especially with, like, yeah, I'm too lazy. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and with, and always, and with like, school, too. Things come up and, 
Yeah, I sp- yeah, it, it, that, yeah, definitely. But it's also like if you're a very small YouTuber, like nobody's really gonna care if you have a schedule or not. You right. Know? Like I think it's more important to make high quality videos than that you make a video every week or whatever. That makes sense. So for the people currently watching on my channel, look at the channel bit channel art you may notice it's change and no longer says new videos every week it says videos whenever i feel like it because that is a more accurate representation of when you're going to get content so have you you the other this isn't a statistic but this is something interesting i saw on your social blade profile you're currently trending on social blade and you're extremely popular their words not mine Meaning people are searching your channel on Social Blade to see your numbers frequently. Which I, I thought, I, I knew I was going to be looking because, you know, research for the podcast. But it, it was just interesting to me that people are looking at your numbers over the past few days. I mean, I look it up, like, sometimes. Right. Especially, like, when the Minimenta thing happened, I just pulled it up on my laptop and just sat there watching it. Uh, like, as I was editing. But, I mean, I don't know why other people would look at that like, yeah, that much. yeah. <laughs> the other uh the other statistic that i was gonna bring up hold on let me see if i can find it yeah here it is it said you were making five th- or five dollars a month to fifty thousand dollars a month <laughs> which is quite the range <laughs> so if i was making fifty thousand dollars a month i wouldn't be going to school man right i would just, just drop out now i was about to say i'm not sure uh, he's making the 50 50k a month but <laughs> I wish, man. I wish. The, uh, Nowhere near that. The final, the final little. I think this is just an advertisement by Social Blade, but they it popped up in the little corner and it says, "If this is your channel, you could be making twelve thousand dollars per video, if you signed up for our program and got sponsored." Which brings me into my next question: Have you had any sponsorship requests or companies reach out to you? Uh, I've had companies reach out to me, yeah. Um, Anything you can talk about, or are you under contract? Uh, yeah, I think I can talk about it because I'm not taking any mm-hmm. taking uh, anyone up on their offer. Um, because usually they tend to be like automatic emails where like, can you review our candy or can you play our video game? Right. It's just like that's not the videos that I make, so like I'm not gonna make a sponsored video on it. Yeah, that makes sense. Uh, you'd want yeah. you'd want the sponsorships to mean something that goes with your content right yeah but then again it's hard to like put a sponsorship on my type of content but then but then you're missing out on the two hundred fifty thousand dollars rice gum made you know so you gotta <laughs> you gotta have yeah. a middle ground i mean if i stop making more like face cam videos that everyone's asking for now maybe you'll review no, that maybe. candy and toy bag any gambling sites want to hit me up <laughs> I'm, I'm here man so on youtube creators they frequently adapt and change their content right do you see yourself changing what you make or do you have any long-term goals or projects that you're comfortable sharing for the future of your channel or Um, are you just going with the flow well uh i might move to a few more like of those um like real life type videos right especially if article 13 passes and that might cause some trouble for my type of videos. Oh. I might have to start making my own stuff. So actually, let's get into uh, um, let's get into that a little bit. I don't know how much you have to say, but I'm from. Obviously, I'm American, and hmm. that's not really an issue right now for me. I mean, they they passed net neutrality, but hmm. with Donald Trump in office, if you want to say one thing he's done, it's he's distracted everyone else. So that's not really going anywhere. Um, yeah. So right now we're free to make whatever content we want. But can you explain Article 13 a little bit and what implications it would have on your channel? Uh, so Article 13 is an EU um, law, or it will be a, become a law probably. Um, that makes it a lot of a lot easier for companies to uh, put copyright claims on like images or music or whatever. So even the use of like a single image or a single second of a song can get your whole video claimed. Um, and right now they're like negotiating about the exact wording of it all and 
if it actually passes but it's probably going to pass uh, and when it does like YouTube and Google and stuff will have to uh, yeah they have to like adjust their website and stuff I think they showed um, an image like a couple of days ago yeah, about how YouTube could look and it's like the YouTube homepage but all the thumbnails are like blurred out completely black mm -hmm. yeah because they can't like show it without special permission yeah that's that's and scary stuff and I think part of the issue is the people not to get too political here the people in office just don't know how it works you know they don't hmm. they don't get it I mean they're not they're not internet people you know right. they're old people they don't care right they just see like companies making a profit and they're like yeah okay you own that so it's good if you can make a profit off of it it's only fair well, my, my other which go ahead it's, un it's understandable like their perspective of it all mm -hmm. but at the same time like we're here too you know right there's people making memes and pe like all people don't get the internet so mm -hmm. my my only thing about that if it does if and when it does pass is I feel like that the other the older people or the people in charge might actually see what they just did or see like mm. the reaction from people when it happens and I just don't see it lasting that long you know I feel like they'd be quick to remove it if it made it in the thing is that uh, nothing ever goes quick in the EU yeah. even if they want to remove it quickly it'll take them months maybe like a year to get that done sure. so yeah I don't know I mean look at Brexit that's they announced that in 2015 or whatever. Oh man! <laughs> here we are. So, what are so we're gonna start moving into uh, more. We've been pretty casual, but even more casual stuff. This is a cheesy question, okay? And I I understand it. Sure. I'm acknowledging it now. What is your What is your favorite thing about YouTube or being a YouTuber? I hear a lot about the community. I've seen the community you've built through Discord, which is a chat and messaging platform for those who don't know what discord is um so is community important to you has that been one of the better parts of gaining this following or yeah, what's man. been the best part i mean yeah it's definitely the people that all like know you and look up to you and it's just being able to make someone's day or someone's whole week by just like favoriting a tweet or replying to one of their videos right. and that's that's like crazy that you can do that um and another really cool part of it all is getting to talk to all of these big youtubers that i've been watching for years and that i look up to obviously mm -hmm. and now they're talking to me as their equal you know yeah that's like a crazy part of it all and you're still growing right like you're yeah. you're in the you're in a genre that is kind of picking up a lot of pace mm -hmm. uh you look at granday and memulus and stuff like that you're in there and especially i think and this is just my opinion but i think if the face cam stuff continues to work for you and you kind of adapt mm. into being able to do that multiple stuff i think um i think it'll be pretty big and i i don't know i've been seeing this growth and seeing what you're doing with your channel and if there's anyone who's doing the right things with their content i think it's you but thank you man all right so as a meme creator, right? Is that something you'd take? You'd, would you take that title, meme creator? Uh, yeah, sure. So what's your favorite meme? <laughs> uh, at the moment or in We'll general? do at the moment and then we can do long time. Hmm. Ooh, at the moment. Well, let's see what's happening at the moment. Uh, the PewDiePie versus T series. Right, that's a good that's one. Been going on for a while. That's a really good Do one. Do you think? I'm enjoying that so one. So you know, you know what the Super Bowl is, right? Yeah. So I don't know if people internationally watch it. I know it's a huge American no. event. Yeah. We don't watch it, but we know of it because you never shut up about it. You <laughs> it's true. So, <laughs> uh, go Patriots in the Super Bowl third time uh, in the past three years. Uh, humble brag. Anyway. There's been talk about Mr. Beast, who's a big YouTuber, and PewDiePie have talked, and I don't know if they're going to do it, but you may not know, and some international listeners may not know, I've heard of but it. advertising I've heard of it. in the Super Bowl, it's like, for one second, is a million dollars. Like, it actually costs that much. And they were talking about getting 
an ad for subscriber to PewDiePie during it, and there's been rumors that mm. PewDiePie is paying a little bit, and they might even be getting a sponsor like Quid to allow them to use Quid space to talk about the PewDiePie versus T-Series. Do you think that's something... Would you be interested in seeing that happen, or do you think that's realistic? Or uh, I'd, I'd love to see it happen. Yeah. I don't know if it's realistic, but I'm hoping so. Man. Me too. Be great. It'd I think be it'd be great, great if I was just sitting there watching and that came on. But yeah. So what's your what's your favorite all time meme? Mm. I don't know, man. They come and go like every couple of days. I know. So There's I something new every mm. every week. It's hard to pick. I think mine right now, one of them, or I guess this is more recent, which would be why I'm picking it, but for mm. some reason, I love the big Chungus meme. I mean, yeah, when I that, saw, that and for the people watching right now, not listening, um, audio only, there was just, I saw this video, <laughs> and I'll play it real quick. Hey, uh, I got you a gift. I know it's a little bit early, but just came in. No, it just came in. I I figured I'd give it to you now. What's this? It's Big Chungus. What is Big Chungus? You like it? I don't even have a PS4. What is Big Chungus? Is this a joke? I found it so I funny. Yeah, he was freaking out about it, but... So... We're gonna we're one thing, one meme, one meme. I have to say that's absolutely terrible. Is the f-ing, oh yeah yeah. Oh my goodness, yeah. I oh want to talk about god. it. Oh my god. I just got my channel. My comment section on my channel is absolutely f-ing overflowing with oh yeah yeah. So I'm going. I'm probably. I'm going to be making a video about the PewDiePie T series thing because that's kind of becoming popular again. And you know, I gotta, I gotta get the views. So I'll be making something like that. And then after that, if this meme is still around, I'll be mad because why is it still around in two weeks? But B, so I hit 300 subs today. The last 10 were people with the oh yeah, yeah icon. Oh my God. And I woke up this morning and I got a DM from one of my subscribers, I believe is in England, which is crazy that with 300 subs, I've got people over the world watching but he dm'd me and he's like you might want to check your comment section i'm like okay and i see and it's like you have a pet llama oh yeah yeah and then it's like oh yeah yeah oh yeah yeah and i'm like what is happening and it's the dumbest it's the dumbest thing and that's what the internet does i don't even it's so stupid there's so many of them i don't know how there are so many i went in ksi's comments and you just scroll down and it's all yeah it's insane but like the guy that made up the meme, the Maximilian Moss, I think his name right. is, he has like one million subscribers. And there's so which, many. I mean, that's a lot, but it's not it's not that much, you know? Mm-hmm. Comparatively. So it's crazy how he's all over the place, all over YouTube, everywhere. And you'd think he'd have Mr. Beast-like numbers with that much. Like, his community is yeah. just insanely active it's crazy so i think he i think he actually has gained 100,000 to 200,000 subscribers in the past week with the uh Mm. oh yeah yeah which i mean i wish i could make something a music video with fortnite dances where i just said oh yeah yeah and get that (laughs) much traction but i don't think that's i don't think that's how it works Um, so before we get into what the jcs podcast is about the advice for up-and-coming YouTubers like myself. Um, and I guess you are still, even though you've gotten bigger, you are an up-and-coming YouTuber by definition, right? So we're going to get into a little yeah. bit of the advice you'd have and a discussion about that. But real quick, I want to shout out, uh, I want to give you a platform, and maybe you don't have any right now, but to shout out other favorite small creators you have seen um, who should get a little bit of a following um yeah i've uh, i think in my fa- yeah in my facebook video i shouted out one channel which i thought was very underrated right which was a channel called wham mm-hmm. uh but on twitter uh, months ago i made like um you pinned it i believe it's it? a it's a thread yeah, i painted a, it's a thread full of channels that i think are underrated and deserve more subs and all of them have like under twenty thousand subs i think 
Yeah, I saw I saw one one of them. I clicked on it, and the guy has two thousand, and he had two hundred subs. I think at the time that you posted, so you're definitely making mm-hmm. an impact with them. And now I'll put it on this your screen actually, and if you're listening in audio, your uh, maybe I'll put some of them in the show notes, but. Um, Definitely check out on his Twitter. I mean, you should be following him and subscribing to him anyway because he came onto the podcast. But at SurfRoge on Twitter. Uh, check those channels out and check his channel out. Um, yeah. Yeah, man. I think it's important. Got to do it. As you – I'm not just saying this for you. I'm saying it so I remember myself. But as creators get bigger, they got to remember some of the people also trying to do the stuff because – Yeah, man. I mean, like – I mainly blew up due to like other people shouting me right. out, so it's only fair that I try to do the same. Mm-hmm. Uh, I got that. All right, so into the main event. So obviously, there are many people. I'm one who have dreams of becoming a, a YouTuber as a profession, but they do not know where to start. So I asked this question. Question less. Oh my goodness, I can't speak today. I asked this question last time. I'm asking it this time. Where would you tell somebody who was worried or just confused as to where to start? To start, just start with doing something that you enjoy. Right. Because if you don't enjoy the process of making videos, then there's no point. You don't. You're not gonna want to make it your job anyway. Right. So just do what you, you love. You gotta be having fun with it. Um. Yeah. Exactly. Um. Now, what if, what would you tell someone and, because you have, you have experience because you said you started when you were younger and these thoughts may have gone through your head then. Um, I know they went through my head and my content was awful. Like nobody would want to watch the stuff I made, but I was still asking the questions. So I'm making videos, right? Let's say I'm making videos, but my channel is not growing at all. What do I do? question man i don't know because i got very lucky mm-hmm. with like one video that sort of blew up because your, your videos um, are growing so yeah one thing i never personally did was um ask for feeds for subscribers on other people's comment sections really you never you've seen that right yeah. you've seen I, I, well, I see it all the time in my own comment sections man i i like i had a channel before the current channel i'm on um like a year ago and uh that was pre pre puberty me right i was good at editing but obviously i've got you know the squeaker voice and stuff like that but the comments in that would be just hey man love your channel love the video would love it if you subscribe to my channel and it's the same exact comment every time and i really want to discourage people from doing that because yeah it's annoying and you're not gonna get subscribers that way in fact you get marked by youtube people aren't gonna yeah people aren't gonna like it when they do that they're not gonna subscribe to you you get marked by youtube actually i found this out because as i was young i did try and do this a little bit and your comments don't get posted after that because they mark you as a spam channel so be careful with what you do because you're not going to get that much from it and you're you could lose potentially a lot but yeah one thing i've got to say about like um uh pre-pubescent pubescent like youtubers mm-hmm. and people with the sort of squeaky voices still is uh i made the same mistake you can't be a serious youtuber right because people aren't gonna take you seriously i think you gotta be like ironic yeah you have to and i think the important i think that part of doing youtube for those who have grown up with youtube right I think that's important mm. because it's the it's the starting steps where you learn what works, you learn from other YouTubers, yeah. and you learn to edit. Exactly. But you need to know, and I'm not trying to discourage you guys at all for the younger viewers. Don't hear that I'm telling you not yeah. to create videos, but do not quit just Same, because yeah. you're not getting views or subscribers. Exactly. It'll come. You'll get older, and you'll be so much better at editing. It's practice makes perfect. You're getting the practice in now exactly, yeah. for when the game comes, or you know when the time comes for your I mean, channel. As I said, I've been I've been doing YouTube on and off for like the better part of seven years, and I've only just now like really started to blow up. Well, I wouldn't have 
been able to blow up as I do now if I didn't have those shit channels back right, in the day. Right, if you didn't have the starting blocks to yeah, exactly. build your, build your uh, editing experience. So, what are the ways that you promote? Because sometimes the YouTube algorithm doesn't exactly help smaller creators. You know, sometimes it'll mm. promote the people on top. And now with the new trending page, as you probably have seen, whatever goes on trending, at least for Americans, looks like it's hand-picked. So, oh, yeah. Same it's here. never really going to be a small, small channel. So what ways... And I know you've been shouted out a lot recently, but are there any ways that you've promoted your channel that you have found out have worked, or have you kind of just sat back and let the channel promote uh, itself? I never really like actively try to promote myself. Right. But uh, one thing I do uh, is just like jump on waves on trends. Like if there's something going big, like uh, recently the rice gum thing. Obviously that was a whole like controversial thing, so I made a video on rice gum yeah let me explain that that was popular at the time let me explain that event real quick because i know we've mentioned it uh two big youtubers yeah. rice gum who in my opinion is a very toxic youtuber but i do have respect for how he's grown and jake paul who at, from those who know anything about youtube those names are not exactly top tier names um they took yeah. what has been estimated to be over two hundred fifty thousand dollars from a gambling website that has you open these surprise boxes for money where you can, in theory, get a MacBook Pro for 20 bucks or you could get a pen for 20 bucks. And both creators have audiences of young, impressionable viewers and they were telling them to go on this gambling website and they got a lot of kickback for doing so. Um, and that's what we've been referring to. Yeah. But, so you think hopping on trends like that has helped you yeah definitely like as i said with my most viewed video i think the main reason why that blew up so much is because i uploaded it a couple hours after the original video aired right like it was still very fresh very popular so that, yeah i think that's what blew it up so i think there's a fine line from between doing what's talking about what's trending or making videos about what's trending and doing what's trending right and i learned this recently with you know how pewdiepie has his meme review content right yeah. i decided i was going to try and go on reddit and do a meme review of my own and mm. as i was editing it it failed miserably right because i am not his persona or personality and you have it's very important that when you come on YouTube you're not copying other creators directly I mean you you didn't you said you got it your your idea from someone else but the thing about your yeah. you kind of adapted it right you made it your own and yeah I mean like uh, I, I was I started off making videos on the H3 podcast which were other people were doing that at the time um, but then I also started doing it of like uh, for example, the True Jordy podcast, which at the time nobody was really making edits of that. Right. Uh, so I yeah took an idea and turned it into something Built that hadn't really it. been done before. Right. Yeah. So life lesson for everybody trying to start a YouTube channel: be original, adapt, and don't copy PewDiePie's main review because it won't work out for you. Mm. And one more thing, I th I think I said uh, before quality over quantity exactly yep. put work into your videos until they're absolutely perfect rather than just make try to shit out the video every week right because if you're making this low quality videos nobody's going to be watching them you've got to make high quality stuff that people are going to want to share and exactly they're actually going to enjoy because that's why people subscribe so let's talk about dm advertising all right, you, it's happened to me. It's happened to you. Do you think there? Do you think there's something to it, or do you think it's just annoying? Uh, I think it's kind of annoying, to be honest. Right. Yeah. I don't. Know. I don't know. Don't do it, guys. If you're listening, I don't want to join your Discord just because you sent me a link to it. And I probably won't subscribe to your YouTube channel just because you spam my DMs yeah. with it. 
that's a good way to turn people away from your YouTube channel, actually. Yeah, exactly. Like, I get that it seems like an easy way to promote your right. channel, but in the end, I think it's only gonna give you more backlash and more hate. Mm -hmm. um, so I wouldn't just, I wouldn't recommend it. So here is a, a topic that we've touched a little bit already, and it's uh, it's been very important to you. But what are your thoughts on shoutouts? Now, before you uh, give them, I want to give a little background. In the last episode, we actually talked about shoutouts as not being that helpful because mm. if – and I think we are more specifically talking about shoutout series, right, like spam, where you'd be like, all right, here's this guy, this guy, this guy, this guy, go check him out. When you shout out like yeah. that, people are less entitled to go see their content because you're doing it in a quick fashion and not that it's bad or anything, but they're not seeing what you do and they're not seeing a reason to go look at your content, right? With your shout outs, I agree, yeah. with your shout outs they've showed clips of your content. So what's your opinion on shout outs in general? Uh, well, I think shoutouts can be definitely very helpful, especially from, of course, bigger YouTubers. Right. Um, and but yeah, I agree with what you say. Like, you've got to give some context of what the channel actually is, because if you just mention a name and then move on, like, not many people are gonna care. Right. And if they, even if they care enough to subscribe, they won't really be watching your videos probably. Mm -hmm. So, it doesn't help with any like views or whatever. Exactly. What do you think the most important thing is to remember when creating content on YouTube? Uh, mm, probably, yeah, as I said, like quality over quantity. Right. Uh, I'm guilty of putting quantity over quality myself. There were times on YouTube where I'm just, okay, this video is done now, even though I I'm guilty with it too. More. You just want it to go up, you want to yeah. see it. Grow yeah, exactly. And, yep. And, uh, but yeah. No, try to make videos, try to work on videos until they're exactly the way you want them and until they're like absolutely perfect and then upload it. Right. Because in the end, like, yeah, people are gonna enjoy quality videos more than an abundance of mediocre videos. So this next question is one of my favorite questions because um, it was a big talking point in the last podcast. Um, and it's something I've struggled with and I'm curious if you have struggled with it because I know it's a frequent thing creators do have issues with, but what would you say to someone who continuously starts a video but midway through just wants or feels that the video is trash and just wants to end it and scrap it, when in reality it's just because mm -hmm. they're getting tired of it, you know? Have you ever had that issue? Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, sometimes. I've had a couple of videos where I was editing it and but like as I got to the end I was just like this isn't funny enough right. like I can't upload it it's not the quality that I want to upload did you end up uploading um, it um no no well I ended up uploading them but uh I kept them on private okay so they're there on my channel but I don't yeah nobody's really seen them hmm. I've like shown them to like two or three people to see what they think and then didn't listen and still didn't upload it so they uh, liked them and you didn't and you still were against them yeah well, yeah, it's like that. I mean, the, as it, when you create something, whenever you create it, creating something, you're always you're always going to be more of a critic to yourself because you're like you had this idea in mind and it's never going to be exactly that idea. Right. Like you notice the little imperfections in it um, that other people won't really notice. So you're obviously more going to be more of a critic to yourself. But even then, like uh, yeah, no, those those videos that I didn't upload. Were just, I just felt like they weren't funny enough, even though some other people were like, "Yeah, this is this is good enough." So, have there been videos that you've uploaded that you, during the process, you felt like they weren't good enough? Uh, there's been videos that I've uploaded and then taken down later on because I thought they weren't good enough. They weren't. Uh, that's funny so or, would you tell people that if they feel that way not to upload them or um, hmm. well as I said like I mean the quality of these videos is important uh, but I, I recommend definitely having a, lot, a, lot, <coughs> a few other people look at it and 
see what they think um, and choose like honest people not just your parents or whatever because they're just gonna tell you you're doing a great job mm -hmm. but ask people that are also on YouTube or people that actually like uh, can be critical of you and ask them what they think and if they're positive of it just go for it uh, and if not then well I don't know maybe try pr trying something different Mm -hmm. that's funny you say that because in the last last time we had a uh, that's a different opinion than we had last time last time I don't know if you watched it I wouldn't hold it against you for not watching it because it was long and if that's not your thing then you know why would you put your time in uh, something, something I have no I'm sorry no you're you're good but he said uh, and this is Tamago2474 he said that he has had issues like that, but he has just uploaded them. Mm. Um, and if they haven't performed well, he's never lost anything, but mm. he's gained the experience from it. I think there's points to yeah. both sides of the argument, but that's... I think that's a good point as well, yeah. But I also think it um, depends a bit on how big of a channel you are. Right. Because if you're still a smaller channel, then uploading it like it isn't gonna affect you affect much right. whereas if you have a lot of subscribers they're gonna expect a certain quality of you and if you don't get that quality then you might get some like negative feedback right at some point you gotta have a business mind to it do you wanna grow? yeah speaking uh backtracking a little bit here what is um what do you think the importance of family and friends is uh kind of you know when you you're logging off sort of you know so one thing I worry about uh, for me, or, and I see it happen with some other YouTubers, is they kind of their ego gets big because of the following. Mm. Do you worry that that could happen to you? Uh, I, I mean, in the end, I'm still a guy who makes memes for a living. <laughs> like, I doubt my ego is going to get that big. Right. Uh, but at the same time, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I'm not nearly big enough to have a huge ego, I think. Right. Maybe if I had like 10 million subs, that it might start affecting me. Might start me, flexing at the th at a little bit. But. Yeah, at the moment, like I'm still living with family and they keep me grounded and like my friends will tell me when I'm like overreaching or whatever. Do your friends tell you when uh, your content is crap? Not that you've had crappy uh, content, but they call you well, out. Well, they tell me my content is crap regardless <laughs> of what it is. Right. I, so I got the yeah, same. That, I got the yeah. same issue. I, I just it's just friends, man. I know they're great. They're great, yeah. Love so them. one thing that I personally, just my personal belief, and I've kind of toned it down a little bit because you know I've been taught that everybody's got their own style of content, and you shouldn't judge them for their style. But my personal preference mm -hmm. is I don't think you're doing YouTube right if you are not editing your videos and I've seen people just make videos that are straight through and not edited at all and one person that I love who is actually a big inspiration to me I don't know if you've seen his videos you've you've heard of him though um, MKBHD Marquez Brownlee um, yeah, I know his it. videos are they're they're scripted a little bit but they're casual but what really gets me about them is the editing and the quality of them you can see yeah, there's so much definitely. time put into them and even even videos like your yours um, and some other meme creators I mean editing takes time but it's so important into the YouTube basis yeah. and I think if you're not editing I don't know you're kind of missing out on that what, what's your thought um, well un uploading unedited content is just is just not gonna let got a lot of views is it right like how many big YouTubers upload unedited content? Right. So, like, I wouldn't really recommend it. But at the same time, like, you don't, um, you shouldn't over-edit it either. Mm -hmm. um, I mean, you can also think of like podcasts and stuff. They just put up three-hour, three-hour conversations with not much editing going on. That is true. But I haven't thought yeah. about that because this this is gonna go up as only a little mm -hmm. bit of editing. Yeah, I mean, editing goes into it, though, and, yeah. Editing is, it's like makeup, you know? It <laughs> can make your videos better afterwards. Right. So why not put in a little bit of work? 
So what what do you use? You told Final Cut Pro, and you're on that Mac. But have you always been on that Mac? Um, no. Uh, back when I had my Minecraft channel when I was eleven, <laughs> I had a a proper PC, and uh, I started off editing with uh, Windows Movie Maker. Yep, me too. The best software. I have a Minecraft video and, uh, saved that I remember was my first video that I was actually like proud of, and it was Windows Movie Maker <laughs> that I did it in, and I was so so proud of it yeah man but it felt good to edit it did it did um and then later on i moved on to i think it was sony vegas pro mm -hmm. um and then which you which you which you 100 percent paid for legally right 100 percent. yeah definitely <laughs> definitely with a 14 year old me definitely couldn't afford right. that 500 dollar mm -hmm. price tag yeah um <laughs> and then at one point my pc broke and i moved onto this mac and uh yeah, I, Sony Vegas Pro doesn't work on Mac. Um, it's PC, uh, Microsoft only. So do you have? I had to move on. Do you have plans on upgrading as your channel gets bigger, or not right now? Uh, I would love to, but again, that costs a lot of money, right. and like my memes, my edits don't really make all that much. So. Um, now some people say that they can't start youtube because they don't have the right software or the right hardware or anything like that what would you say to somebody who's mm. being who says they can't make videos because of because they don't have the equipment for it uh well it partly depends on what sort of videos you make right uh if you're making gaming videos you've got to have a pc that at least, at least runs the game smoothly because nobody's gonna watch a video that's in like five frames per se frames per mm -hmm. second um but if you're just like filming yourself it really doesn't matter all that much whether you're recording iphone or like a proper camera because almost all big youtubers started off recording with an iphone right. or something like that uh you've got to start somewhere you know and i mean if you need proper equipment to make good videos then like i don't know Maybe you gotta try making good videos without proper equipment first. Yeah, you gotta you gotta start somewhere. You get what I mean? No, I get yeah. I get what you mean. If you need, if you any if you said it's like this, if you can't play basketball in tennis shoes, chances are, basketball shoes aren't you gonna make aren't gonna make you, uh, aren't gonna make you that much better. Exactly. Yeah. So, all right. Is there anything else you want to add? Any advice? Any final advice you'd give? to a smaller creator or somebody starting out anything at all this is your this is your moment to just give anything. um oh, one thing i can say is when you uh, eventually talk to a bigger youtuber don't act like a fanboy is that <laughs> what you did when uh, a certain youtuber reached out to me i'm not gonna say who it was but uh, <laughs> i acted like a bit too much of a fan because i was very excited at the time right and um I mean, t to put it bluntly, nobody's gonna enjoy talking to their fans. Mm -hmm. Like, it's nice for a couple couple minutes or whatever, but you're gonna not want to have like long conversation with people that just worship you or whatever. Right. So just act casual, and don't don't um, yeah don't over exaggerate don't with how much you like them. Did they stop? Because I'm curious. Did they stop uh, messaging you after that or? uh they did yeah that's rough <laughs> you gotta learn the hard way sometimes yeah, man. So. exactly so now I, I try to act more casual when when it happens all right well i'm super appreciative for uh you to come on to be the second episode of the jcs podcast we've uh we've had yeah, this man. set up no for worries. a little bit um and uh this time just worked out so go ahead and promote anything you want to promote this next part is all for you uh of course my youtube channel surf roach same for my twitter same for my instagram go follow and subscribe to all of that uh shout out to dog beef uh he makes cool videos as well similar to mine uh shout out to wham they deserve more subscribers and shout out to my mom for making me <laughs> it's always uh that's that's an important one to keep with also subscribe to pewdiepie oh if you're not subscribe to PewDiePie and you're subscribed to my channel I'm just a little confused what you're doing 
with your life currently. Exactly. So, yeah, um, definitely get on that. But once again, thank you for watching. You can find me at Joshua C underscore Scott on Instagram and Snapchat or Joshua C underscore Scott YT on Twitter because Twitter doesn't know how to unlock my old account for uh, reasons I will talk about in another episode. So you're going to have to subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, Spotify, Apple, which is the same thing as iTunes, but I said it twice. And uh, yeah, once again, thanks for coming on. We'll see you guys in the next one.